Hello, Misfits. Welcome back to another week of the podcast. My name is Georgie, and I will be your host. Thank you for being here. If you are watching on the YouTube channel, hello. My name is Georgie Lee. Welcome or welcome back to my channel. Today, y'all, I feel like I say this often. However, I had another topic in my head, and literally seconds ago, I was like, nope, we are going to do this. And this was sparked from a message that I received from a friend probably a couple weeks ago now. And it just kind of came into my head and I was like, we're going to do this, which means I have no notes, which I don't think I've ever really used notes, but usually I kind of think about where we're going to go. And today this is just completely from the heart. Whatever is going to come out today is... uh, kind of an open letter to this friend that messaged me and I think that it can support anyone that watches it. So her message to me was, where do I start? And she was just kind of sharing with me different traumas and different things that she's had and different things that she's gone through even in the last few years, which I'm aware of. And she's busy and she's got little kids and somebody else messaged me on my social media that I never got back to about what do I do if I have young babies and I'm trying to do these things and I'm trying to work on myself and all of these things. And to both of them, I didn't really have an answer because so much information came flooding at me to where it's like, I feel like I just needed some time to kind of sit with it and I released it and I'm ready to process it today. So this is going to be an episode of where do I start? So where do I start the process of healing? And I feel that this is going to be for those that maybe have really busy lives or have young children or just feel like they have a lot and they're not at a place where they're going to start working with a mentor, a coach, a therapist, and even if they are, they also just need some other guidance. And the thing is, is there's so many things that sometimes it gets overwhelming. And what I've found even long, like years of doing network marketing is when people aren't clear, they just don't do anything. And I feel that even with the process of healing and working on ourselves, sometimes it can get like that because how many aspects of working on yourself is there and how many aspects of healing is there? There's inner child work, there's shadow work, there's meditation, there's going through different traumas that you've had, there's exploring your your relationships, your romantic relationships, your friendships, if you have anxiety, if you're trying to eat healthy, if you're trying to change your body, if you're trying to grow your mind, if you're trying to grow your business, it's like understand the anxiety, the stress, and the like, where do I start? And even me, someone who's all my content is centered around healing and different things, I even had a hard time answering the question because my mind immediately went into well, what is the first things that I do with different clients well that's kind of based on a structure of we're going to go into this deep so first I just invite you to take a deep breath with me and I'm going to give you from my heart space my advice for those of you that have no idea where to start and you're really interested in feeling better and healing and overcoming different wounds and different things that are coming up within you and different anxieties and stresses and different things like that. 
And to my beautiful friend that asked this, I love you. And this is an open letter to you. So where do we start? I'm going to say the place that we start is by stopping input and as much as we possibly can, okay? And what I mean by that is there is so much input in our world the way that our society is right now that it is very difficult to hear our inner voice and to handle emotions and and think and process things when there is so much input. So one of the first places that I would recommend starting is kind of doing an audit of your current life and controlling as many things as we can and kind of setting different boundaries with different things to kind of just put a pause on input for the time being while we're working on our inner self, like I said, as much as we possibly can. So what does that mean? If you are watching different Netflix series and uh, consuming TikTok and consuming Instagram and consuming YouTube videos and consuming lots of different music and you are chatting with many different friends and you have a job where you're chatting with different people all day, the amount of input is like... So for me, the process of healing, how I would define it, is reconnecting with oneself and actually facing all the things that are brought to the surface and connecting closer to ourselves and therefore to the divine is, is what I would say we're in the process of doing. Something very simple you can start with where to start would be to stop consuming Netflix shows, to limit the amount of music that you're taking in, to pause or deactivate your account with TikTok, even with social media, just as much as you possibly can. Obviously, like if it's something that you have to do for your job or you have to stay informed, you can't isolate completely. However, silencing the outside world is a great place to start in the process of beginning to connect with our inner one. And just that alone is going to, because constantly needing things, constantly needing to hear things, constantly shoving things in can be a trauma response and can be an avoidant thing. And it also can just be a learned behavior and kind of an addiction, especially with the social media. So for me and my past, I would consume vast, vast, vast amounts of personal development as a coping mechanism, as something to stop my thoughts and and things I didn't want to deal with. And that can be just because it was personal development books, I was, you know, validating it and making it mean that I was learning, which I was, and I consumed a lot of information for that. But at one point, at the point of needing something to change, I had to quit taking in everyone else's information and focus on my own. So like I said, it really doesn't matter if you're listening. I would listen to just podcast after podcast after podcast, audiobook all day long, YouTube videos. I never, when I was growing my business early on, I would never watch TV or anything. And I, again, was validating it because it was growth content. And content is a beautiful thing. I'm making content. I'm very passionate about it. And the content literally has changed my life. 
That's why I choose to do it. However, in the process of beginning to heal, I had to shut everything off. I didn't I didn't read any books for almost two years, a year and a half. I didn't listen to any podcasts. I didn't consume much. I started turning up the <laughs> turning up the radio of inside and turning down the radio of the outside. So that's the first place I would start. Whether it's audiobooks or Netflix shows that you just like to have on in the background for noises or whatever it is, we gotta quiet as much as we can at the outside. That is something that you can control. And it might be hard to do because, like I said, when it's a coping mechanism, sometimes we are afraid of the silence because that's where all the stuff is. And that's where, you know, you may feel more anxiety when the world is quiet. Like, but that's the thing. That's that's a process of healing. We want those things to come up and we're going to start the process of working with dealing with them. However, the constant distraction and noise and all of that stuff is kind of the thing working against us beginning our healing. Next thing that I would say to do as you're starting to do that is to connect as much as you can with nature. And especially those of you that reach out to me that have young kids and feel like there's no time, this is a great thing because you can do this simultaneously while putting your kids in a stroller or sitting out back with them or taking them to the park. Starting to connect with nature, there's so many different benefits and things that can help you just help lower the stress of your nervous system, calm your body, there's nothing that nature being outside doesn't actually make better when it comes to our nervous system and connecting with ourselves. That's we call it grounding. As much as you can to be outside, whether that's you're committing to taking a walk and putting your kids in the stroller every day, or even if it's you're going out first thing every single morning, I go out barefoot even when it's freezing. Maybe not in the snow if you don't want to, but that is also good for you. Um, And going out and putting my sun or putting my face to the sun and breathing deep breaths. And you can do five of these, ten, however much you want. Grounding, putting your feet in the ground and walking around. These random warm November days that we're still having or whenever you're watching this in the future, especially if it's in the summertime or you're somewhere where it is warm. I literally go outside and lay in the grass (laughs) and there's something that it does to calm your nervous system. The energy from the earth calms and helps you feel better, helps you regulate your nervous system. There's tons of scientific reasons and explanations why, however, connecting with nature is one of the first things, like I said, it's number two on my list of where to begin and something that'll help you. There's so many different studies and different things that people that have struggled with depression, going out and putting your feet in the earth, it grounds you and it reminds you that you are a part of this giant ecosystem and solar system and you are one. And it helps helps you feel connected, which is when you feel connected to the earth, you can feel connected to other people and you can reconnect with yourself and the divine more easily, in my opinion. Next, I would say meditation. 
and this is challenging for some people. This is one of the messages that I received from someone saying I have small kids, someone needs me all the time. I don't really have this time to do these things that I want to do. And to that I would say guided meditations, even if when your kids go to sleep, you put it on and fall asleep to it, it'll still help. Uh, even if as soon as you wake up, you put headphones in and listen to 10 minute ones. I use Insight Timer as the app that I use and committing to doing these little things will slowly help you process emotions, help you start the process of your healing journey. Like I said, I use Insight Timer. It's free, you can use YouTube, and you can start targeting different things. So you can do guided meditations for anxiety. You can do guided meditations for stress. You can do guided inner child meditations if you wanna start diving in on that kind of thing. But even if you're just doing grounding meditations, cleansing and protecting meditations, on the Insight Timer there's um, breath work you can do. You can do 10 minutes of breath work Breath work is something I would kind of combine into this step. And it's just committing to doing these things. And again, if you have kids and they're crawling around everywhere and it's chaos, even you sitting there and committing to like doing breath work while they're there, like put the meditation on for breath work. Yes, maybe a guided Zen meditation is gonna happen if your kids are crawling everywhere, but you could do breath work where it's just teaching you to breathe and you can do that with them. You could even do that with them, teach them because anything like that is going to help and assist them in their process and help them learn different skills to feel emotions. So those are like very basic things and the only other thing that I would add as far as like basic things is just start focusing on what you're consuming and as much as you can limit processed foods and different things like that. They just produce, I'm not telling you anything that you probably don't know. However, we are what we eat and different chemicals and different things create different uh, hormones and different things in the body. So something when you're just trying to begin the process of your healing journey, focusing on putting good food in your body with the mentality of I'm eating because I love my body, not because I hate it. I'm eating to fuel my body. I'm eating to give myself energy. I am stepping into this process of loving myself and kind of changing your perspective. Everyone obviously has a different relationship with food and eating and those kind of things, but just kind of more intentionality. So when I started really diving into my healing journey, just even focusing on taking the time to cook meals felt like an act of self-love and an act of self-care. And again, I'm talking to people that are maybe really busy and that is this hard season of life. But even if once a week you are making a dinner, have time to focus and make a healthy dinner that with love you're cutting up the vegetables or whatever and you're, you're doing it with an intention of mindfulness. And this is kind of where stopping the input comes because it was really natural for me to constantly have a podcast, a YouTube video, all the things. And imagine if you're trying to hear your inner voice and you're trying to connect with the divine and you're trying to be led by your guidance and you're trying to trust your intuition, but you have speakers on of constant loud noises and content, 
that's it's impossible to connect with yourself you're just walking around living disconnected so where i would start in all of these different aspects is intentionality and focusing on being in the moment as much as possible and that is what the different things that i've talked about are doing guided meditations are going to force you to be in the moment because you're listening to somebody put you in the moment being outside grounds you and puts you in the moment because you're focusing like I feel grass I feel wind on my face I see the leaves and different things um when someone's having a panic attack the the five different things is a way is a way to stop them and bring them back into the moment so it's like five things I can see four things I can hear different things like that uh, I think it's three things I can touch uh, two things I can smell, one thing I can taste, or something like that. Regardless, it's it's little things to put you back into the physical moment, okay? And that's where taking taking each task. I kind of went into the started to go into this with dinner, but taking each task and actually doing the task instead of instead of multitasking. So when you're cutting carrots. You're cutting carrots. And even if in your head you're like, I'm cutting a carrot. And this may seem silly, but we have to ground ourselves back into being in our body and being connected to things that we're doing instead of just, it's almost like this imagery of a cord being unplugged and it's just like flying everywhere. You're kind of plugging back in and connecting yourself because peace and happiness is is found in the current moment. And what's happening is anxiety is created when we're living in the future and depression is is found when we're living in the past because we're longing for something that's gone or we're longing for something that's coming. If you can master breathing, especially when you have kids screaming, it's so hard. It's very easy to disassociate when you have kids screaming everywhere. So I'm with you. And be gentle with yourself in this process. However, practicing different things like this. I'm washing my hands. I feel the cold water on my face. I'm washing my face. I'm cutting the carrots. I'm rocking my baby. And if the baby's asleep and you're rocking the baby, be with rocking the baby instead of scrolling on TikTok while you rock the baby. And this is in no way to shame you in any way because I did the same thing. I remember just trying to survive when I had a baby at first. But in the present moment of being with the baby, you will find joy and you'll find peace. And in the present moment of seeing the gold and the red and the leaves outside and feeling the air on your body, you feel good. You feel connected. You feel at peace and cutting the carrots and, and looking at your partner while they're talking and, and hearing them. For what they're saying will ground you and this is a great place to begin on your healing journey because the more grounded and centered that you get the more you can then begin to start to process your thoughts to go through different traumas to different things like that these things seem it's like this Jim Rohn quote right easy to do easy not to do can basically all of us go outside once or twice a day for a few minutes and breathe? Yes. Do basically all of us have access to 
put her feet on the ground outside and put her face to the sun? Yes. Do basically all of us have the ability, if we really focus, to intentionally drink a drink of water and be grateful for the water that's flooding through our body and imagine the water going down our throat and filling our body? Yes. Do basically all of us have 10 minutes and access to free internet to do a guided meditation where we are focusing on feeling our body on the pillow, breathing deep, and exhaling and imagining stress leaving our body? Yes. Most of us have the ability to at least once a week make a dinner with the intentionality of taking care of ourselves and intentionally cooking each piece of the dinner and focusing. Yes. Now, it's going to be a practice, like they call yoga a practice, because it is something we must practice. As you start doing these things, your mind is going to, you have trained your mind to multitask, to think about this, to think about this, to fear about this, to worry about this. You, It's a practice. Mindfulness and centering yourself is a practice, and it's something that resistance is going to come up. Because the resistance is going to come up because that is a part of the ego that is trying to shield and protect you. Because if your mind gets quiet enough, those feelings and those emotions of the things that have happened in the past are going to come to the surface. And that is by design so that you can look at them and heal them. But the time and space that we live in, thankfully to the ego, there are thousands of distractions to stop us from doing that. And the ego wants to protect you. We're not demonizing the ego. But the ego says, let's watch Gilmore Girls because then we don't have to think about our heartbreak. And let's scroll through TikTok so we don't have to think about all the things that we haven't done in the house and feel guilt about that and getting get anxious about the doctor's appointment that we have coming up. The process of where I would start is battling coming up against that resistance to quiet your mind and let those things come up because once those things come up then we can start the different ways to work through them like for example journaling like when an emotion or a memory comes up one of the best places you can start is starting to journal about it and once those things come up this is where we can reach out for help we can reach out to a therapist, a mentor, a, a good friend to say, hey, can we can we talk through this fear that I have coming up about XYZ or these emotions that I have about this or whatever it is. You can start seeing things, kind of taking them out of your mind and laying them out. But the reason I feel that so many of us and so many people in the world are living at this heightened state of anxiety and panic and fear and overwhelm and taking prescription drugs and dealing with depression and all of these things is because imagine a balloon that's already full of air and that's the different things you're trying to work through, the different things you're meant to heal in this lifetime, the traumas that you've had, the things that are suppressed, the balloon's already full. And here's this thing of air that's like content, 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 everyone else's life from social media, everyone else's stuff, and it's like, and then you're going to pop. And I think the only thing that is meant to do is to take the thing out, 
So like I said in the beginning, stop as much of the outside noise as you can. You may have to isolate from certain friends and stuff for a little bit. I'm not saying cut everyone out. However, you maybe not need to go out every weekend. You maybe not need to be on the phone for three hours every day with your best friend because we have work to do and we got to start somewhere. And that place to start is connecting with oneself because the closer that you connect with yourself, the closer relationship you can have with your partner, the better you can function, the happier you are. So now that we've taken this thing out, what we do is we untie the balloon and we slowly start letting the air out. So once you've mastered... And, and the thing is, the, everything I've talked about up at this to this point in the episode, this might take months. Don't rush yourself. Be graceful. Don't think that you're going to listen to this episode and tomorrow you are going to be the Buddha, okay? You are going to be one and calm and at peace. I have a long way to go and I will be healing for the rest of my life. It's, you know... The, the one thing that I really want you to hear and I want you to know is you're not broken. And the thought process of you are broken and healing means that you're fixing something that's broken. It's not something I align with. It's just we're always progressing. We're always evolving. And be grateful with yourself and start with one thing at a time. If you want to commit to just going outside and breathing every day, start there. Then commit to drinking more water. Then commit to, if you're watching TikTok and YouTube and blah, 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 just deactivate TikTok. Start there. Because you're going to have resistance. It's an addiction. You're going to, every time you go to sit down, you're going to pick up the phone. So I was addicted to Instagram. So one thing is I would take the Instagram app and I moved it into a random folder. And, you know, for months, I would pick up the phone. Doom, doom. I'd be like, oh. And then I would have the thought. Because I realized that so many of my actions, so many of your actions, are just habit. So, so move the distraction, and then it's like, da-da-da. oh wait, do I actually want to open Instagram, or am I just addicted to this motion with my hand? And that's where the mindfulness comes in, because I would say, no, I actually don't want to listen, I don't want to look at any of that. Because none of it has anything to do with what I'm doing right now. None of it has anything to do with the present moment. I'm not going to check on somebody. I'm not going to con- uh, consume information. Maybe there's a time that I am doing that, but right now it's not a conscious choice. And this whole premise of everything we're talking about is another form of taking your power back. Taking your power back within yourself of what you desire to do. How you desire to move. How you desire to act in your life because you're going to find sometimes it's jarring and upsetting how much of your actions and your thoughts and different things are robotic because that's kind of how we've been programmed we've been programmed with the different things that we have access to social media the addictions these kind of things are programmed to keep you addicted and how can you create how can you think how can you be in the full moment When you're addicted to a million different things. To be clear, you're listening to me on a podcast. I'm not demonizing these things. But now I consume these things by choice. Not by feeling compelled. Okay? There's a difference. And this is where I would start. So we can talk about journaling. And we can talk about affirmations. And I'll make a part two of this episode. 
journaling, affirmations, inner child work, facing our demons and all this stuff, right? But where would I start? Where do you start? Taking away, shedding the layers and the masks and the noises and beginning to come back home to yourself and to be able to slowly take on these different habits that help you be alone with yourself and be comfortable in that and start the process of meeting the resistance of the silence of being alone of not of breaking the addictions of the tv and the social media and the cheetos (laughs) start the process of shedding the layers and realize how much connection you can feel just with standing with your face towards the sun. You already know these moments exist. You know the ecstatic bliss that you feel when the first day you get to vacation and you put your feet in the ocean and you take a deep breath and you feel the vastness of the world. That's just connection. You can create that in your backyard in Ohio, but it's an intentional choice. And that is where you start. Where you start is beginning to take care of yourself, beginning to quiet the noise, and taking on these different goals of bringing yourself here. We're not going to panic about the doctor's appointment tomorrow. And we're not going to relive the trauma that happened three years ago. And we're not going to wonder what our ex is doing. And we're not going to wonder when we're going to find our new partner. What's happening right now? Because most of the time, this moment's okay. Most of the time, this moment's great. Those painful moments, they actually don't happen that often. However, this one hour or this one day we have chosen to relive over and over and over and over and over again and the pain stays with us you people for a lifetime for something that happened that lasted two minutes or a day years ago months ago weeks ago So what's happening right now? Is your baby giggling? Is there a beautiful reflection of sunlight coming through the mirror? Are you cutting carrots for dinner? Is your cat being so cute and funny? What's happening right now? Take a deep breath. Can you feel your body on the ground? Trevor Hall song I've been listening to Like every day. Everything I need. I have everything I need. From the mountains to the trees, I have everything I need. All of this is within me. Do you have everything you need right now? Not everything that you want. But are you okay right now? What is happening right now? 
this is where I would start. This is where I would start for you. Where would I start in the process of healing? It would be centering and focusing on mindfulness and the skill, I would call it a skill, of grounding yourself in this present moment because that is where your power lies. And from there, once the roots are deep and strong and grounded into the earth, then we have the capacity to go out on a limb and explore this thing that happened when we were five. We can go out on a limb and explore this thing that happened with this relationship. We can go out on a limb and start the process of healing the limbs of this tree. But we don't want to start healing these painful limbs when the tree is in a tornado. And I think that that's what's happening in most of our lives, most people's lives, that face anxiety and all these different things. The, the roots are flying, okay? The roots are, imagine the tree flying around in the tornado. We got to ground and strengthen and connect into the earth, the roots of this tree, so that you are stable, and then we heal. And then the, the tree can flourish. That is where your power lies. They are simple things. Jim Rohn, easy to do, easy not to do. But they are necessary. And your peace and centeredness like is dependent on them, in my opinion. So if no one has told you today, or even if they have, I love you so much. You're okay. Keep going. And be gentle with yourself in this process of coming home. And be gentle with yourself for the times you slip up and end up watching a whole night of Netflix. One of the poems I wrote talks about how they always say healing isn't linear. But if you have to write in a journal and paste it on your mirror or on the back of your phone, something to remind yourself, find some quote about the present moment. There was many of them. And remind yourself of these basic things of where to start. And once you feel that you have a little bit more grasp and control and connection of feeling grounded within yourself, then we'll go in to all the other stuff is my recommendation and my love letter to you watching this. If you like the podcast, the best way that you can support me is to share it with somebody you love, somebody that needs to hear this message. You can follow my social medias, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you have not checked that out yet, I make daily videos on there and share the podcast episode on there weekly. And I'm committed to support you in your healing and raising of your vibration. And I just wish you all the love and light that is for your highest good. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.